Take three. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Episode 16. Heck and Cool Dads podcast, episode 16. Hey, you guys got a better name for us yet? I know that I don't. Hey, you know, I did think of one. Remind me to tell you that after we get off this podcast so I don't okay. say it here. Okay. I, but I thought of one that I actually kind of liked. Um, so we're going to get right into it today. Colin. Uh, Freaking seltzer tonight. Yeah. It's been a long, it's been a long weekend of drinking. Also, was this your, you said this is your first time you've ever had a seltzer? Well, when you said seltzer, I thought you oh, meant like, like a hard seltzer. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought, oh, oh, cause oh. like white, everybody's drinking white claw right now. Like I literally. I, I don't under, I was t- talking about this last night. I don't understand when and why it became a meme. Like, like Sierra's been drinking white claw for like two, three years now. Dang. I see that shows. I had no idea it was even out three years. Yeah. Yeah. No I mean, fucking idea. Um, and there's a lot of different brands. Is, it seems what's what's the one that you said was like drinking suntan lotion? Was that a white claw or oh, was that geez, Corona? That was the Corona Refresca uh, okay, thing. Okay. And oh my god, that thing was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I when we started talking about it, I was like, oh shit, maybe you were already telling me about. No, white yeah. Claw. Uh, I hear that. See, I'm not a big fan of them. Uh, I feel like for one, it's way too easy to get hammered because. It's like drinking seltzer water. Like you just you taste nothing. You suck it. Th- you're just, you're just tasting good flavor. <laughs> you, said, you suck it. You suck it down. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you do. Um, so I'm not a huge fan. I hear that that there's a brand called Press, and it's more expensive. Mm. Um, it but, means it's more good. And there's but there's like fancier flavors like blueberry hibiscus or you know whatever the fuck. avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear that I hear that brand's good, but I always just get White Claw when I'm at the store for yeah. yeah travis kempton is a big uh it's our new vocalist in push head he's a big white claw fan it's a big white claw meme guy on twitter does he post a lot of a lot of uh white claw memes does he <laughs> yeah see that i am so out of tune with twitter i don't know shit about it maybe we should have we should just get travis to run the twitter if you're not going to do it hey travis run our twitter <clears throat> thanks <laughs> be our social media manager yeah there you go we'll give you a title fuck um no so it's i was thinking about this today like if i did come here and drink today this would have been three days in a row, and I haven't drank three days in a row in like fucking five, I don't know four years probably. Crazy, yeah. So I'm glad that we're not drinking. I, I can, two is manageable. Yeah, I, it, this weekend has been excessive. <laughs> why is that, Colin? So, tell, tell us why. Yeah, I mean, Friday night was uh, well, Thursday was my birthday, Woo! and I'm now on the dark side of the 30s. Um, on the way down towards 40, 36. I call it, but you don't, okay, 36. I think I've told you this before. That's, uh, one of my favorite little two chain songs called 36. Mm. Did I ever tell you this? Mm-mm. All right. I got a good story about it, but I won't, I won't go into it. It's your birthday. Yeah. So Thursday birthdays are lame, uh, cause I still had to work on Friday. So we went out on Friday night and we went and saw Baroness and Torch, uh, which, could there be a more perfectly curated show for, for my you. birthday? Yep. I mean, it was so good. This torch with that type of sound system was among the heaviest things I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Um, and then uh, had a handful of tall boys, like the 24-ounce ones, like the big-ass ones. Yeah. And uh, and then <clears throat> afterwards decided to go to Lido's and do karaoke, which was when you showed That's up. That's right. I do know that. And uh, proceeded to get wasted yeah you were i I literally wrote that down as a podcast topic today because you were fucking wrecked wrecked (laughs) r-e-w-r-e-k-t wrecked yeah i was i mean uh sierra left earlier than i did because she was wrecked too we had an overnight sitter and 
Uh, I was like, I'm not going home yet. And uh, I was like, I was like, I put two songs in. I haven't got to sing yet. Yeah. And uh, finally got to do Fight for Your Right, which I always do because it. If somebody on a college campus doesn't know every word of that song, they're lying to you because it's just everybody knows every word, and it's just so fun. And I had the whole bar screaming. It was actually, um, it's it's crazy. All those kids were super young. Yeah. I mean, they were all like early twenties, and all the songs they were singing were songs that they probably yeah. shouldn't know the lyrics to, yeah. but they knew all of them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, then you know, I had a cookout yesterday, and. Um, you were there as well. And I just remember we were, yep. we were talking, uh, quite a few times where you were like, yeah, we talked about it last night. And yeah, yep. there's, there's big chunks of time missing from my Friday night. There's, well, I think the one that, uh, sticks out to me is you said on the podcast, uh, like maybe two times ago that you broke your strap during your show. And so when we left that, oh, yeah, yeah. when we left uh, that podcast, I said, here, take this strap. I really like this strap. I think it's awesome. You'll like it. And you took it and apparently you did because you told me several times at Lido's <laughs> that you loved that strap. And I was like, you know what, Colin? Um, I have two. Um, it's yours for your birthday. And then you, right before I left yesterday from the cookout, you came out and was like, dude, I just got to tell you, I love that strap and i was like yep yeah yeah i know yeah i if i didn't get it the first two times trust me this third one's really driving it home and it's still yours for free you can still have it um and i sent you the screenshot today in case you wanted to buy more of them yeah because that's how i roll i uh it, it just made me think of and it's funny because we were watching wayne's world yesterday at my house which did not disappoint i told you it's on a lot no. of my house yeah. you show up at my house and it's fucking on it was and uh, it's, it was also uh you had it on like a letter board right next to it related to your wi-fi oh yeah it's our wi-fi password. yeah i was like well, shit i'm watching it and then to the left of it like wi-fi password um but there's the whole scene, the Bohemian Rhapsody scene when Phil's partied out and they take him to the concert. And the next day at the at the auto mechanic shop, he's like, dude, saw this band last night? He's like, yeah, we were there. And he goes, yeah, the singer is such a babe. And he goes, yeah, we were there. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen for like a week with your stories. Um. Oh, man. The funny part. The funny part is, like, I already do that. Like, even when I'm not hammered, I always mm. I already tell stories oh, over too. and over and I just can't imagine what I'm going to be like in 20 years. My co, I agree with that. And I feel the same way because I do that. My coworker uh, calls me out every time. Like she'll let me get like halfway into the story. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And did this happen? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I told this one. She's like, yeah, he did. Like, okay, cool. So fun fact, my uh, I think Alzheimer's and dementia and shit like that. Runs in my family. I don't know the logistics of if it skips generations or what happens, but I'll probably end up with something. Shit's already started. So Thursday, my Thursday, your birthday, I went to Cedar Point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome because my kid is old enough, or he's tall enough, rather, to ride all the rides. We used to, every year for Father's Day, he, and I'm doing air quotes, he would get me a Father's Day gift of... uh Double tickets, like one of them's for Kings Island, one of them's for Cedar Point. He'd get me, my wife, those, and then we'd always buy an additional ticket for Kings Island, and we would take him to Kings Island because it's a lot more kid-friendly. Yeah, we we are actually talking about going this summer. Yeah. Well, I suggest Cedar Point. I think both of your kids are probably Hayden's height, right? Yeah. Um, Beatrice wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be, and I can tell you right now that Miles is the only one who would even think about going on a roller coaster, well, I think. We, we did uh, Kings Island – 
multiple years in a row, and he basically can ride everything there. He could ride everything there except for the Diamondback, and I think they have one new one. <clears throat> and so we skipped a year. Now he's tall enough, but then I gave him the option, like, well, you're also tall enough for everything at Cedar Point. You want to just do that? He's like, yes. So we get there, and for some reason, every time I've been to Cedar Point in my adult life, we've hit it where there's never, like, any lines. So, well, so mean, we walk in. A weekday Cedar Point visit is that's key right there. Oh yeah, but I I didn't know if it'd be the same because it was not. We used to always do it during uh, school, mm-hmm. you know, like like he would go to school and stuff like that. And we would like go, and so that was different. But this time we get there, um, we check Raptor because it's like the fucking first ride. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's a classic ride. I wanted him to ride like something that's been there for you know, twenty years or something. Um, it's got a sixty minute wait, and I was like, oh shit. Go over to Gatekeeper, one of their newer rides, and um, twenty minute wait. Nice. Cool. It wasn't even 20. I think it was a 10-minute wait. And so – because they have three cars running. The cars are bigger, so they carry more people. We get up there. We're two rides away. It breaks down for 20 minutes. So we waited it out. Um, So that was the first one he got to ride, and he was fucking terrified, which was great. But he loved it. And then I I actually did the smart thing, which was get the Cedar Point app, and it tells you what rides have what times. What? Oh, yeah. Kings Island has it too. Dude. But like I forgot about it when I, before I got there, so I'm like, all right, let's pull this shit up, see what's going on. So then we hit all the ones that had ten minute, you know, whatever. Uh, just booked around to all those ones. He even did the fucking dragster, the top thrill dragster. Yeah, dude, that I gotta, still scares me. Well, it, I've only and done I like it once. that shit. I've only I've, done it once. That's it. That that's the real deal, man. Yeah, I've only done it once, and it was just to say, like, okay, I did it. That one's the type that's like it's over so quick, you don't really have the time to be. You psych yourself up, and you're more scared before it happens because while it's happening. You don't fucking have time to even be scared. No. It's just over. The, but, you're the only, the biggest scare on that whole thing is that first launch. You know it's coming. You hear the, yeah. you know, like it's got that huge oh, bass yeah. drop thing. And yeah. Yeah. I don't mind that. The scary thing for me is when you start to crest over the top. Yeah. Then I was like, oh God, because I actually watched multiple people. Oh yeah. There's get that to the whole top, thing. And it doesn't, sometimes and it, it doesn't always down. make it. Yeah. And also, I then mean, you got to do it again. Exactly. And also, I think it's been broke down. It, it's broke down every time you're there. Like, it doesn't matter. It's broke down. I think it overheats or something. Like, the brakes overheat. It has overheat. to do something with the pneumatics and stuff. Yeah, so that shit happens. So uh, it opens back up, and it was, like, less than a 10-minute wait. Nice. So I let uh, Amy and uh, Hayden go, and then I sat back and actually took a video. I, I was right up on the fence where he was at, like, four feet from him. Got a video of him and then taking off and the whole thing. So I thought that was better than me just, you know, fucking anticipating yeah. the, the jump off. My best, my favorite thing to do at Cedar Point, though, is if, like, if you're at, like, the end of the night, you can go, you can ride the, the Magnum and, like, get off and get right back on. Uh, you just, yeah. like, like, like half hour before close, you can just ride the Magnum, like, ten times. Yeah, there were, there were uh, I think, four coasters he didn't ride. And that's because all of them, for the whole time we were there, had, like, an hour, uh, a 120-minute wait. And I'm just like, fuck that. So Steel Vengeance was one. I think that's a newer one. Um, Maverick. Um, that ride is sick. Maverick? This is the one that goes. No, that's, that's, that's Val Raven. No. The, uh, Maverick stops halfway through and launches you again. Yes. Yeah. But the Maverick was the first one they did that had the more than 95, more than 90 degree drop. But they, that new one is bigger. Oh, it's a bigger version. I didn't realize thing. that Maverick had yeah. one of those. It's just the first hill goes rip like okay. that. Okay, got it. Yeah, so that we, did, we didn't ride Val Raven either. There was that, um, and then there was let's see, Magnum, Val Raven, Maverick, and uh, Steel Vengeance. Those are the ones we didn't ride, but he, we rode everything. Else. He rode Millennium Force. Ah, shit, we five. Ah. Yeah. So what we did was it, it was hot as I rode that shit in balls. the rain once. Really? They once, let that happen? Like we were. It started to rain as we were coming up to the top. 
uh, going 95 miles per hour down that 200 yeah. foot hill. It was like I was getting shot with thumbtacks. Yeah, that sucks. It, it started raining right when we left. So we only had a sitter for a certain amount of time, and it's about a two-hour drive. So we said, look, it's hot as fucking donkey piss out here. Like, it was so goddamn hot. Uh, we left like, fuck, I don't know, four, I guess. Um, so we had a, a pretty fucking full day of just coasters and heat. We got the drink pass, so we were drinking you know, lemonade and soda and shit. Um, got home, and I told him, like, you know what I'll do? And this was kind of like, I, I knew as a kid he wasn't going to want to leave. So I was like, hey, look, it's hot. We're all sweating. Let's go ahead and get out of here, and I will take you out of school one of these fall days. Hell yeah! And we'll fucking go up there and tear the rest of them up. Hell yeah! So you should uh, you should participate in that. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, shit. You pretty much recapped my weekend for me. I went to your show, or not show. I went to I met you uh, at Lido's, um, and then I came to the cookout. And today we got our dog back. So our dog, we had oh, the, yeah. we had her boarded. Um, from the same lady who trained her. So it's like she does like a refresher, you know, like let me let me unfuck the things you fucked up since you took your dog home cuz like honestly, we did a uh, like a 60 minute handover where she showed us all the commands and like what to work on daily and we didn't do any of that. Bummer. I I know. It was like we just spent all this money and then like we're not taking your advice. So <clears throat> let's go put her back in there. Uh she can fucking refresh you on your commands. And the lady like was like she was fine. Like she remembered everything. She did everything just like that. And we also learned that she's a big time swimmer now. She likes to swim. Oh, that's awesome. Our dog is like the hella good swimmer. I uh I took one dog through training once, my old dog Lemmy. And uh and I feel like I learned a lot of good stuff, so I've never felt again like I needed to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did were you there during the whole training? Yeah, it was like a training, like yeah. a twice a week training class. This was, you see, mine was different. Mine Yours was, was like a drop the dog yeah. off, board and train, um, which was clutch into us even keeping our dog, so it was needed. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I feel like there was so much shit that happened since the last, oh, somebody sent my kid a preserved alligator head. Uh, What? A fu- yeah, right? I, I just we don't know who it was yet. Like we have no idea. It was shipped from uh some place in Florida, which you know, I do have family in Florida, but it was shipped from the place that sells the alligator heads. And there's nothing that says who fucking bought this thing. But it was addressed to him? It was addressed to Hayden Wright, yeah, exactly. Uh fucking came right to the house. My wife opens it, comes upstairs and goes, I'm kinda like I'm kinda yucked out. I was like, Why? She said there is a preserved alligator head downstairs. I was like, wait, what? Because I'm going to fucking play with it. <laughs> like, where is it? And yeah, sure shit. Like, I go downstairs, I open this box, and it's like, it's a normal box, and inside's just some bubble wrap, and inside that is a fucking alligator head, teeth and all. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, please, somebody tell me who the fuck sent this alligator head. I, I haven't actually reached out to anybody, so... It's weird, man. I woke up this morning with a severed horse head in my bed with In me. your bed. <laughs> right. Some new school mob shit. No, dude. I actually woke up in the worst way possible that a parent can wake up. Kids jumping on you? Nope. Is uh, two kids running, trying to beat each other to the room, screaming your name, hitting each other, trying oh. to be the first one to tell on the other one. Oh. Like a knockdown, drag them out fight. I was woken up to. And for some reason, we've set a precedent in my house since I was, since we had our first kid. And, uh, that for some reason, I am the one who gets woke up when there's, when issues arise, when we're both still asleep. Mm. They never bug Sierra. Never. 
It's always daddy. It's always daddy, Roman you know, hit me. Or You're the uh, authoritative figure, right? Yes. That's why. Because they want to make sure they tell the right person to get the other one in trouble. They don't want mom. Yeah, you're right. They don't want mom coddling, right? That's what moms do. You're right. They jump in and save the day. But yeah, that shit sucked. Do you guys, uh, do you go back and forth like good cop, bad cop? Like one time you're like the pushover and sometimes she is? No. Okay. Fuck, man. We do that. No. Sometimes I'm like, you are overreacting. Stop that. And then I'm like the good cop. And other times it could be the dumbest thing. I'm like, put down your goddamn video game. I'm always the bad cop. <laughs> are you? <laughs> For the most part. Was your, uh, I have, I have a really, really short fuse. For in general, in life? Or just kid shit. Uh, just kid shit. Well, yeah, mostly just kid shit. Yeah. It. it uh, they. Do you get real close to their face and go, "Fight me." Yeah. You don't meet me in the DMs. <laughs> They're not far off from having social media. That's <laughs> just <It's> crazy. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. Are you gonna let your kids follow you once they get it? Like, let's say, what, okay, first of all, let's start with what's the age that they can that uh, you can have a, an Instagram. Uh. I don't know. A lot of my friends like let their kids have in, like have had let their kids have Instagram since they were like ten, and I think that's crazy. I think that's a super common age. Uh, I my guess is it will be sooner than I hope, but mm-hmm. I would probably say thirteen or fourteen. Okay, so at thirteen or fourteen, is your kid going to be able to follow you? Uh, I don't see why not. You gonna are you gonna? Are you thinking of anything that you have to scrub? <laughs> you no, scrub I don't need gram? to scrub anything because there is a semblance of – I keep most of my stuff private mm. um, except for my Twitter's public. Um, but I think Twitter is where I'm the most unfiltered. But mm. still, I, it's nothing I regret or right. anything I regret I delete. Uh, but I also have to – I have to keep some semblance, semblance of professionalism because I have, have a higher visibility job than other people in yeah, you know my circle of friends, so uh, I don't think so. But I, I, I don't know. I, it's like I don't even want to think about it. It's like oh. I know, like because I, that's I've like, been thinking about it lately. Because it's like he's already. I'm already worried because he's starting junior high, mm. and I'm already worried about how much of a culture shock that's going to be. Like, do you feel like you got? Wait, do you feel like you sheltered him, or no. do you think that you're doing it right? And there's a bunch of un super unsheltered, exposed kids that are gonna. I'm mostly I'm mostly thinking like this is the age when kids st- start getting mean, yeah, and like seriously mean, and so like I'm already worried about that. I'm already worried about like shit. My boy's starting junior high, and now I got to deal with like like actual hurtful things that people are saying. Um, and then you just think, oh, and then he gets on social media, and that's just like the bottom of the barrel as far as mm. uh, as far as uh, treating people like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's no fucking man. I, I I saw a picture once, and it says some of y'all, some of y'all never been like hit in the face after some of the shit you said in the shows, and like that's the truth because so many people are growing up nowadays just talking all the bullshit and trolling and shit like that, and they've just never been in a fight to get punched after they said some shit that was gnarly. Like that's just not the day and age we live in anymore. Mm-hmm. Like punches happen so fucking few and far between that they've probably seen. Way more punches looking at like world star videos, you know, than than fights in school. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, people talk a big game online and it doesn't matter that they wouldn't follow through in real life. Right. Half these people who are just these cowards behind their keyboards 
saying the most awful shit, Mm -hmm. they're still deeply affecting people's psyches by saying these awful things. But if you see them in real life, they're fucking quiet nerds most of the time. Neckbeards. Bunch of fucking cowards. Goddamn neckbeards. Um, so I, we had talked not too long ago about trying to bring more segments in. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that we do from time to time that I think is a good one for today would just be top three. And the reason I think this is because one of the things I had written down for top three for topics would be top three karaoke songs. Mm. So before we discuss, let's talk about the rules. Are these the top three? We got to figure out what they are. Top three, either fun uh, that you're best at or that like you know the crowd the top three crowd pleasers like what do we want to do <sighs> see i think i think uh for me it's often like a crowd pleaser thing that's exactly but for what other I like. people like to get up and do karaoke because they want to sing and it's their time they can sing yeah and that's not who i am that's not me and either. uh so let's do songs that you know you would love to do because of their crowd pleasing nature. Um, why don't we just go ahead and put the elephant on the table? Fight for your right. Fight for your right. Is party. absolutely on my top three. It's it's the perfect. It's easy. It's a it's, it's it doesn't a, take any actual vocal talent. It doesn't take other any, than timing, and it doesn't take any actual like rapping talent because yep. they're just straightforward lines. And I've tried to do the Humpty Dance like three <laughs> like three times now. Yeah, and every time I regret because I get lost and I fail miserably. And I'm like, well, the one's got busy in a burger, you know. Yeah, and you just like you, come you in. Know with, the, you know the big punchline. And uh, I I've always gotten really lost in that song. I know okay. another good one that I've done that is a crowd pleaser is uh, Warren G. Regulate. Oh, it works really well. I when I've done you, that when you have two people, one person who's dedicated Nate Dog. And my, my brother and I did it once and my brother, we were trading off or whatever and uh, got to the end and the song started fading out before the actual tail end of the song. So my brother's like chords, strings, we brings melody. melody. Like my brother like did all G-funk. that. G-funk. Where rhythm is life and life, life is rhythm. Is rhythm. <laughs> uh, whoa, shit. Um, <clears throat> that's funny. There must be like the unofficial guide to white guy karaoke. Because we're saying all the same songs. So Regulators is always a fun one. And I was Warren G and Kyle was Nate Dog. Kyle is the worst Nate Dog. I'm only telling you this right now because he did tell you at the bar. There's no way you remember. Um, I do not exactly. I knew it. I knew you wouldn't. Holy crap. But I even told you at that at the bar, I said, we're going to have to do the top three for karaoke songs. Dope. Yeah. Um, No. So Kyle was uh, Kyle was my Nate Dog and. (laughs) For for a musician that's as good oh as God. Kyle, and he is the fucking rhythm section, like he is on bass. For somebody that plays bass and is a musician, it's crazy to me the lack of rhythm when it comes to vocal things. <laughs> so Kyle was, yeah, Kyle gets the title for fucking worst Nate Dog ever. So funny, man. Um, so my third is actually something that they did, and this has always been a crowd pleaser. I think. Um, Sugar, we're going down. Fallout Boy. There you go. Because um, we even did that in Push Ahead. We covered that as a band. I mean, that is a and it fucking slays. That is a chorus of that suburban chorus. white people. That's song, what I'm saying. Sound. So uh, there's one more. I had another one. I did. Oh, uh, Limp Biscuit break stuff. We did that together. Remember? We did. Yeah, at uh, Mickey's. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, when Mickey's was around. Yeah, that's a good one. That's see, but that I wonder how far that one reaches, like the demographic, because at Mickey's it killed more than more than you think. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, did that. I did that at uh, one time. We did. It was my birthday, I think, or Sierra's, and it, we went to that Momo place. It's like by my house. It's where like Big Lots was. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And it was like a Japanese style yeah. karaoke and arcade and stuff like that. And uh, so it's like. You got a TV in like a little room and with like a bench. And I will never forget the look on my friend's face. She was like a really, she's like a really good, quiet Christian, just kind of person that like you feel is like completely uncorrupted. Yeah. And I'm like, just one of those days feeling like a freight train. (laughs) And I mean, I mean, it was just, she was just like. Well, if there's one thing I've learned from – I've only seen you at karaoke twice now. If there's one thing I've learned, it's that you really do give yourself to the art. It's just too fun, man. When you get up there, you fucking transform and you become Fred Durst or you fucking (laughs) become – you know, like you – it's just – it's crazy. I got a runner-up here, another one I've done because I do become this one as well. Is the beautiful people by Marilyn Manson? Shut the fuck like, up! Oh, like, oh, like full <laughs> on, like doing all that shit. Yeah, I've done that. Um, shit's hilarious. I love to do rap songs. I like to do songs that everybody knows, but I know damn well not everybody can do the lyrics because of either breathy or timing challenges. So, like, I try to pick like you know wordplay, like like uh, what's a Jay Z song? Um, the New York song with Alicia Keys. If I can oh, yeah. get if I can get a girl to come up with me and do that part, that's my like duet song. Um, but the fucking place I would do that one, they leave all the words in and like, you have to mentally like get to certain words and just censor yourself. And it's a, I, uh, I, yeah. I do that one early in the night is what I'm saying. Like yeah. before I've had like seven drinks. Uh, my brother, I think the re- one reason why I have like taken, I, I do take performing karaoke seriously that it needs to be fun and crowd pleasing is watching my brother do it. He kind of, like I've watched my brother do karaoke and it just kind of like I was like, well, that's it. I, I got to just go for it because my brother is is also a musician. He's a really good singer. Mm. And uh, he for a long time, one of his jobs was he was a karaoke DJ. And part of being a karaoke DJ is if nobody's singing, you have to sing like that's the deal. It's like you can't have yeah. dead air. And so my brother got really good at a lot of songs and <clears throat> at Mickey's one night. Watch my brother do the darkness, I believe, in a thing called love. And I mean, he's like, ah! I mean, just like <laughs> screaming and it would just and just nailed it. And he's like doing air guitar solos and he's just walking back and forth. And people were just fucking eating it up. And I was like, this is it. This is how you do karaoke. So that's I've always just kind of done that now. So, you know, my old drummer, James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he is fucking amazing at that song at Guitar Hero. Like he can play it on expert and shit. And which is crazy to me because it's always non-guitarists that can do that shit. I would watch him play that shit on expert and just it would be blowing my fucking mind. And then I would try it on like easy or medium and could not even get it. It's because like I have some kind of actual, you know, relationship with where notes are. Right, right. And right. I'm just like, oh shit, that's not the button that was right next to the other yeah. button. Like I can't follow that shit on because there's because there are so many of them. It's like. You know the song, even if you've never played on a guitar before, you know the song well enough and you know generally what you would do yeah. on a guitar, like where you would go. Yep. But you have to stay right here. Exactly. Uh, one time, though, we were up, we were actually going to Cedar Point. This was like, gee, 
wow, it was like 12 years ago maybe. And we were going up to Cedar Point and our friend had a cookout. He lived in Vermilion right there by Sandusky. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, we had a cookout and he had Guitar Hero going on uh, in the house. And Sierra is like surprisingly amazing at that at that game. At Guitar Hero? Yeah. And she's really good at the guitar, which is really funny. Yeah. Um, but they were playing Metallica's one on Expert. And she, uh, the same band that was playing it here last week, <laughs> she, uh, nailed it. I mean, like nailed it mm-hmm. and she's just doing it every, and she's just like, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's just like looking at her <laughs> and then she like, she puts it down she's like, who's next? And like, nobody played anymore. No, why, that. why would you? She it, just it's like, like, she that, totally, it's the grandma's boy, like dance yeah. dance revolution. Did I break it? I score. Is that good? Yeah. Um, Man, there's been there's been a lot of things to talk about. Let me see. What are we at? We're only at 28 minutes, but there's some more shit that's happened this week. And I'm gonna bring this one up because you were not the first person that I saw do the old face app thing. <laughs> You're not the first, but once you did it, it was like my threshold. I had seen enough people. I was like, that's it. I gotta go find this fucking app. I gotta figure out what it is because it seems like most of the people I was seeing, I saw do it were. Uh, taking a screen cap and like cutting out the face app logo like most people were doing that so i didn't know what fucking app this was um have you read any news stories or picked up anything since yeah you know i've been i've been following it and uh first things first let me just say this i one thing i did three of myself Mm -hmm. in different lighting different postures and all three of mine look like the same old guy like some people's like what like one angle looks like this guy oh, yeah. one angle looks like this mine all just look like my grandpa and it's super weird <laughs> like yeah. scary um but yeah there was that news article came out that said that it's actually owned by russian oligarchs and uh they're using it to collect um you know data data and i don't doubt that part of it i think that a lot of the i've followed it enough and it turns out the servers are hosted in America on Amazon web yeah, servers Amazon and stuff cloud. like that. So, but the terms and conditions are very open. <laughs> like you can use stuff on my phone yeah. and the, the, the bigger than that to me is obviously, you know, from the last time I used, I used face app a long time ago when people were doing it a couple of years ago to do something else with it. I can't yeah. remember what they were doing. I don't doing. remember either, but, but I did too. It's amazing in just a year or two, how much the artificial, artificial intelligence has grown. The yeah. fact that it can that quickly put together an image that looks that realistic. And it's not it's it's crazy because it's sending the image to their servers doing it and then sending it back yeah. that quickly. Yeah. And so if if and the thing that I'm the most worried about with that whole thing is not necessarily what people are gonna do with my data or something like that, but we as a culture this week, as a meme culture, just like did so much good training for that ai this week that that ai is so much smarter today than it was a week ago before this meme hit because it's just looking at everybody's different faces and and they're pumping it all through their everybody wants to give it a good straight on perfect fucking image that machine learning is is uh, the the machines learned a lot about facial recognition this week yeah it was fucking crazy Uh, um they basically said that what the the learning part of it just the fact that we just like I said, spent a whole week letting the computers learn so much ha- more about how to read our faces faster. That's true. Whew. I don't. I don't know. I think that shit was going to happen regardless. There's always something they're doing, but um, 
the thing that I read said that most images aren't even stored past 48 hours. That what it is, it's uh, it's to it, people want to upload it and do one, and it and then like they keep it there so that the next time you want to upload the same photo, like I guess people were doing that, they were uploading the same photo over and over and over to put different effects on it, mm-hmm. so they keep it there almost like in a cache uh. to make it go faster, and then they're deleted after 48 hours. But they did say most are deleted after 48 hours. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What are you holding on to? Like, yeah, celebrities or something. Again, it's because we are all as as a culture too. Uh, we just want the give me my old face. Oh, except <laughs> except except I don't give a shit. Terms and conditions, but I selected all the things with traffic lights in them. You know, like which is also that's machine learning. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's one of the older ones that I can think of is like select everything that's got a fucking stop sign anything that has a sign and you're selecting and you miss that little corner of one in the bottom left things uh it's like oh you're a robot yeah fuck them um did you catch anything else in the news anything else newsworthy uh i gotta i mean i got another one go fucking how about are we gonna are we gonna do this are we gonna storm area 51 oh my god (laughs) okay okay (laughs) Area 51 memes were funny for a day and a half, and then it just got way too old real fast. Uh, but I love that the military responded and said, hey, guys, this is what awaits you if you do this. Right. It's like one of the most highly guarded like military bases in the in the country. And it's like, no, you idiots. There, there will be lots of bodies if you actually try to do this, and they will be yours. Yeah. Um, hilarious it was though. a 20 year old kid that made that hilarious made that page and uh, i watched a news interview with him and he had like a fucking i don't even know what it was he had some weird headband on and it had like a big metal emblem right here and he was like i just did it because i thought it'd be funny people started taking it serious he added that like they'll never be able to stop us if you like naruto run or whatever it's where you like oh, it's like yeah, an yeah. anime type yeah. thing he's like they'll never be able to stop us and then like it showed him uh, doing giving the news an example of what that is. And he's like, he even gave us an example. And he takes off fucking running. <laughs> he takes off running. And, like, you can see he almost trips and, like, veers right and crashes into, like, a bush or something. That's fucking, I don't know. That shit's crazy. What do you think about aliens? Do they, are, do they have aliens there? I don't know. What do you man. think about aliens in general? Do you believe in them? You know, it, it's a, it's a. It's a it's a weird it's a weird thing for me because, you know, growing up in the church, you know, we are the mm. we are the creation. We are right. the top dogs. We are everything has led up to this moment with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that is inherently narcissistic to think that that uh, this universe that is that has been around for 14 billion years and is expanding at an infinite rate. It's absurd to think that that this is the only life. Yeah, we're the only rock doing that shit. Yeah, I I, I think that, but there's a lot of really good science, or a lot of really good science behind like why we haven't heard from alien races if they exist. And there's like there's like certain things like one like if they don't have technology that can get the signal to us fast enough. If we hear a signal, it might have been from like 10 billion years ago and they're dead by now as a civilization mm. or, you know, things like that. Yeah. So I am, I am, uh, unconvinced of intelligent life, but I'm also really, uncon- I'm very unconvinced that we're alone. That 
that came out very wrong. Yeah, it was like there's a, there's a like, very yes, but no. no there's but a yes. very slim chance that we are alone in the universe. Mm-hmm. I think there has to be other life, but is that life intelligent or is it amoebas that are frozen in the middle of Neptune or something? Like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, who knows? And uh, frozen in the middle of Uranus. <laughs> um, what what would I be if I didn't make one Uranus joke while we're like talking about space? Funny and- thing was last night Beatrice. Last night or this morning, she asked what all the planets were, and uh, Sierra was like, "Let's see." And Rowan just immediately jumped in, so he's just like Mercury, Venus. But then, like when he got to Uranus, he like said it quieter and quicker. He's like Uranus, Neptune. Like he didn't even want to say it. That's funny. So, so is he is he your one? You don't think you're gonna have to worry about cussing? Uh, I definitely think I'm gonna have to worry about all of them cussing. Yeah, but uh, because I I'm I'm not an idiot. I know how how I talked when I was his age. Damn, that makes me scared because I, I told you several times on here that Hayden doesn't do it. So I was like, I'm not going to worry about that for a while. Maybe he's just fucking playing me. I was – did I tell you yesterday about how, like, my kids were yelling at everybody? Mm, no. uh, like, people just started showing up and McFly showed up and he says fuck sometimes three times in one sentence. <laughs> and uh, and then my other friends, Rachel and Aaron, were there and they cuss a lot too. And we were just hanging out and, like, every time someone would say fuck – one of the kids would be like, stop cussing. And I finally just walked in. I was like, guys, this is my birthday party. It's going to be a lot of our adult friends, friends who cuss a lot. You're going to hear it. Please don't make a big deal out of it every time. Because, like, I hit that early yeah. on before people, like, really started showing up because it would have been too much. Do they scold you guys just at home on a daily? Oh, for sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, I will say – we cuss a lot less freely in front of our kids than other friends. You guys cuss very freely in front of your children. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And we, we, I'm I, gonna, I know I, I'm going to have to chill soon, but go on. I do, and but I get scolded by my kids and my wife because mm. she tries really hard not to cuss in front of them, and, and we've always kind of tried hard, but I stopped trying hard a while ago. Sweaty try hard. Jesus. Uh, one of my kids called each other called another one that today. I don't remember. I just remember hearing it. Yeah. And you know what it is because mm-hmm. learning shit on the podcast. Uh, no, yeah, we're pretty free with it because he's old enough to know, like, this sh- shit happens. Those are adult words. Um, but Eloise is getting to the point where she's about to start, yeah. you know, mimicking, parroting that shit. Oh, so yeah. we're going to have to reel it in quite a bit. Right now, it's funny, like, she she mimics us, uh, like, when we'll scold the dog. We'll be like, no, no, no. And she walks around going, no, no. And like taking her finger, she does it with her finger up and very like, and then she'll do it and look at me. I'm like, you did great. Good job. But anytime the dog like steals, it's not even steals. Anytime the dog plays with the dog toy, but Eloise wanted to play with the dog toy, she'll like yank it back from him and go, no, no, no. (laughs) I'm like, ah, that one's weird because it's kind of there. It's like, I don't know how to tell you this. You don't own that weird thing that looks like a dildo, but it's really just a chew toy. Did you have a third karaoke song? Mm, I had several. Um, which ones did I do? Fight for Your Right, uh, BC Boys, um, did Sugar We're Going Down. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I did um, I Regulators was also yeah, another. And then I also did the bonus one, which was the, the Jay-Z song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. And Forgot About Dre. Oh, That's yeah. another good one to do with a second part. So you can get a Dre mm-hmm. in there. That's fucking dope. Yeah, but whoever does Eminem has got to be like, on it that's me yeah i'm sure you are yeah do you practice karaoke songs no what no why would you not yeah 
Okay, so because to me, part of the fun of karaoke is like I showed up at a karaoke bar and I just put some songs in. and We'll see if the pick, you know. And that I will that's say the, this: that's the illusion you want to give. I put in, I put in that part, the Schoolboy Q song. Remember, because yeah. I just kept saying, and Kyle especially was like, "I got to see him do this," and uh, I am really glad that I didn't because I was drunk enough, and that song has a lot of words I can't say. Yeah. And I definitely would have accidentally said some stupid shit. Told you that's, that's why I'm kicked. that's why I'm worried about the uh, that's why I'm worried about several of the rap songs I want to do. I try to I try to not do those ones. Oh, I have another question for you, Colin. first of all, how many times have I texted you since the last episode when I told you I've just been going to Kroger and getting that coffee and they're it's still not in their system so they ring at least three times yeah i've done it even more than that (laughs) i'm starting to spread that like i i told my coworkers about it too and i got a text today um that basically said they were at kroger and they were thinking about it they're thinking about doing it and then didn't because they're like the checkout lady was super cranky so i was just afraid to even do it i'm like you can't be afraid like what's the worst that can happen you pay full price yeah you know and and i was wrong And what's it like three bucks uh, I, well, I said three thirty nine on the podcast, but since then I've gone back and it's three fifty nine. Mm. So I'm just fucking racking up the thing. I've gotten several more at ninety nine cents, and the, I got the most expensive one on the way home from that podcast. I think it's the first time I text you, dollar um, ninety nine. <laughs> so even then, like, I need to sit down and like legitimately factor out like how much free money I've gotten from Kroger. Speaking of coffee, my coffee situation was. Awesome this morning. Oh, because you got the... Uh, I got all the new... Yeah, you new, got the new gadgets. Yeah, I got that Chemex for Father's Day, and I've been just kind of making do with what I have. But then my best friend got me uh, a uh, Bonavita um, gooseneck electric kettle, that, and it heats up in about two and a half minutes to 200 degrees. Wow. It's awesome. And uh, and then a friend got me, Tish got me some um, really good coffee, and it was tasty. All you need now is an ember mug. <laughs> uh, no, but I did also get that mug, the sleepiest dad mug. My friend. Oh, I saw that. My friend got me a mug that has just a bunch of pictures of me sleeping on it. <laughs> I love that. So funny. I showed that to Amy today when I was like just hanging out on the couch. I was chilling. I was like, holy shit, look at this. And she hasn't felt well all day. So like she was less than enthusiastic about any of it. But I was like, she hung over. No, she's not hungover. She just hasn't been feeling well. Oh, oh, so. oh. Just a little under the weather. I was like, I didn't think that you guys were, like, hammered. No. Um, What's what's the picture on your lock screen? I'm just taking a poll, and the poll's only you. Oh, it's just black. <sighs> okay. How do you feel about people who put themselves? Lame. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen that a lot recently. It's just black. Yeah. It's just oh. black. Very nice. And the same with my same with my background. I just Wait. I just like it. Just like it murdered out? Just like it murdered out. I just to me I found such a pure interface and I would rather just let the icons sing and stuff. It sounds so weird. Yeah, man. So you're really yeah, I should have cut you off. That's before. how I talk. That's how I, that's like how I talk as a designer. designer. Creator. Oh yeah. Be like, no. Oh, I changed that color to that because we really want to let this part sing. You know, <laughs> But talking about it in yeah. this context sounds super lame. Yeah, it's not It's not a good look. Um, no, I can't even remember what the fuck mine is. I feel like mine's just some, like, weird spacey shit. Um, does your wife have, like, your family? Uh, sometimes. I think right now 
a lot of times she likes to find like cute illustration patterns like oh, okay. you know, laser unicorns or cute kitten illustrations or something. Cats you know, riding a rainbow little bats. skateboard shitting out a unicorn or something. Yeah. yeah. Like it's funny because like like uh looking at my kids' iPads, you know, like Rowan's is uh it's like a screenshot from geometry dash or minecraft or roblox or something that he's playing and then miles is like a picture of him and his best friend that they from down the street Mm -hmm. and then beatrice is always like literally the cutest animal she can find like a cute little bunny or like a newborn kitten it's just really funny yeah the the, dynamic the personalities um no like i've noticed like when i'll just catch a glimpse of people's lock screens it's alarming how many people have themselves so as a fucking lock screen? Like, I, I, I don't get that. And my wife, like, always has either kids or family or us. Like, that's like a, I feel like that's a pretty typical wife thing to do. They always get that. I don't know what the fuck. I, I always pick some, like, weird space or shapes or geometry or brightness or fucking some shit like that. I used to, back when I had more time and... And just was a lot more, this makes me sound really dispassionate, but uh, when I was a lot more passionate about just doing design all the time, like mm. just creating all, of, and I still am like that, but in different ways, um, I used to like design myself a wallpaper for my phone yeah. and for my laptop that I, would match I each other. Oh, I didn't do that. Like I would design them or like I would do some like cool typographic thing or some photographic thing but i would always make it basically extend from my computer to my iphone and and like that was a thing i always loved to do but that's kind of cool just don't do it anymore why don't you do it why don't you do a really cool one and we can release it for uh <laughs> heckin cool dads it'd be like this cool little thing you can download yeah. all the different sizes and yeah. yada yada i guess part of it was i just get a lot of times like especially with my work now i'm designing like really complex shit mm. so i like my work computer is just black too. Like I just like, it's just cl- clearing out the noise so I can just focus on the stuff. There's something to that. I know. Are you, do you keep a lot of icons on your desktop? Uh, I'm, I'm like pretty uh, meticulous about cleaning my desktop like once a week. Yeah. I, I'm like once a month, but I got to do the same thing. Like I, I want as little, if it's on there, it better have some fucking uh, like significance and it's, coming up soon that I'm going to need it. The new the newest version of Mac OS though um automatically buckets things for you on your mm-hmm. if you turn it on. Okay. So it'll like they it'll, it'll automatically they're called stacks, they're not folders, they're just things stacked on each other. Mm. And so it'll make like one that's like screenshots, one that's images, movies, you know, so it's like it automatically is trying to help you declutter. Yeah. Um but I do have you know, a lot of times I'll be if I'm like deep in a project and there's just assets and all this stuff, all of like my desktop becomes like crazy. Yeah. And there I've in a lot of my backup folders, I have a folder called sort me. That's like, I was getting ready for a presentation or something like that. And just threw all that shit in one folder and just put it away. I have one. Called, Never sort that shit. I have one called desktop dump. There it is. And it's so what I did is I copied all the shit. I knew I needed to sort that didn't belong on the desktop. And I put it in one desktop dump folder. And that fucking thing has grown to like two terabytes. I got to clean it up. No, man, I really got to go in there and do that shit. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm also, are you the kind of person, this is, this is, we have, we may have reached rock bottom of boring conversation, but are you the kind of person who uh, like empties your trash can? Fuck yeah. Like 
immediately. Yep. When you trash stuff. Fuck yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I empty mine maybe once every month, month and a half. And oftentimes it's like, oh, I just gained 20 gigabytes. Well, when I do these podcasts, so I have a lot of files that generate other files that are huge. And so usually like just when I go home tonight and I throw the files in there and I start the editing process, the things I throw in the uh, trash tonight will be like three gigs. So like I'm I'm like right away like give me my fucking gigs back. Funny thing is <clears throat> when you in Logic when you you know do a take like if I'm plugged right into my MIDI interface mm-hmm. so I'm not recording like using a, a mic or anything like that. Uh, when you delete a take, it throws that AIF file in the trash can. It doesn't mm-hmm. just delete it. So it's a lot of times if I'm like if I go through my if I go through my uh, trash can, um, there'll be like. All of these takes of like one riff I was trying to record, and obviously there's the deleted takes that are bad, and they're also just the raw guitar signal. So it's like, brick, 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 brick. oh yeah, and it is literally. If I ever want to feel bad about myself, all I have to do is go listen to these bad takes of the raw guitar signal, and dude, it makes me want to quit. Did you ever watch uh, those videos on YouTube called like, like insert a band name like Corn Shreds? Yeah, dude, that's what it reminds me of yeah. every time. I because when I record, I record a, a track of raw guitar. Uh-huh. So that I can reamp it later if I want or put something on it. And then I record one with the VST, like whatever plugin I'm using. So I have one to like go off of. Uh, but yeah, I listen to that fucking raw one and it's just like, and I'm like, what the fuck? How does that even come out sounding good? That does not sound good like that. How does that come out sounding good with distortion? Makes me want to tighten up my playing quite a bit. <laughs> Did you see? Um, I know that something we talked about last time was the whole ASAP Rocky in jail. You see, uh, Trump. Old Trumpy. Trumpy trying to get him out. Pulling some strings. You know, it's... What a weird... I know. What a weird timeline we live on. When the president of the United States, who was fairly universally reviled, uh, all of a sudden says, oh, thanks to Kim Kardashian West, I've been made aware of the fact that ASAP Rocky... This one, I think, was uh, Kanye. And... Yeah. And you know, but regardless, same point. My whole thing with it is, is okay. That's cool, but it feels like tokenism. It feels like, oh shit, I've had a really bad week of people accusing me of being racist, and there's a black American locked up across the pond. So let me make a big deal out of this, and I don't want to, I don't want to insinuate that, but it's just the way it looks, and. But it's good. I mean, doing good is doing good. And, and, yeah, and if he gets him out, that's sweet. But it's also like, hey, I saw Freddie Gibbs uh, uh, t- uh, retweeted the president's tweet about it. And he says, fuck that shit, man. Let these kids out at the border. You know, like mm-hmm. it's the bigger picture here is like, OK, like it makes it look like this celebrity gets preferential treatment. Yeah. So that's the weird part to me. Yeah. yeah that's the whole weird thing to me is it's like yeah, he, he he has a chance to do this good thing. And he could just do it, and it'd be like, cool, that'd be like a notch on your belt, like a good thing that you did. Because it's, it's not like he, there's nothing he's done that's good. I could probably list a hundred things good, but sure. there's probably a thousand things bad. That's the problem. But anyway, he had a chance to just do something good. But what's he do? He jumps on Twitter and starts, like, flexing names. Hey, look what I do. Yeah, look, look, man, Kanye just called me. Like, cool, okay? And I'm going to call up this guy that I know who's a fucking uh, – Prime Minister of Sweden or whatever, and, and he's a good guy, and I'm going to flex 
even harder. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's really weird. It's a weird thing. I'm glad that it's happening. And he still hasn't, I mean, obviously got him out. They're supposed to, I think they just had a talk and they're supposed to like retalk and 48 hours after that or something. Um, but it's just weird that that's what he decided to do. He's like, oh, I'm going to jump on Twitter and flex for a second. Yeah. You know, and it's, uh, it, I will say this, the, the Kim Kardashian's whole, that legislation that she helped push through, yeah. uh, the like, First Step Act. Mm-hmm. Like, I just saw, I want to read more about it, but I just saw a headline that, like, just, it was decided just at the end of the week that, like, some 3,100 uh, criminals, uh, like, uh, guys who are locked up on small mm-hmm. marijuana offenses, stuff like that, are being, like, their ex- their sentences are being expunged. Yeah. And that is, like, really good. And I got to hand it to you, it, it sucks that it took a stupid celebrity to make that shit happen. But it's a, it, it is, you know, I like that it's called the first step act because it's, it's a step in the right direction, but it's just like so many of Trump's supporters go, why don't you guys focus on the good things? And it's like, and that's a really good thing, but it's going to get buried under him bitching about whatever he's watching on Fox news that morning. You know, it's, he's his own worst fucking enemy. It won't be Fox. You know what I mean? But it'll be CNN news. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm saying he's watching Fox and Friends, yeah, hearing them talk shit and going, oh, oh, I see. What you you're know saying. what I mean? But like, it's like I have very little tolerance for this idea of, uh, well, you're just focusing on all the negative because it's like, no, the dude literally writes the negative news stories every single morning and throws yeah. it out there like red fucking meat. You know what I mean? And so. Get the fuck out of here with this. I'm yep. being so persecuted. Bullshit. If you're going to be a good person, be a good person. So. Yep. That's enough. Yeah. We we only we only get like just a, a little tiny bit of political here and there. Hang on a minute. I'm getting a what's for dinner text message. I should um, probably answer this. I got to do the same thing. When I, when I leave here, I got to do the same thing. I got to figure out what's for dinner and bring it home. So why don't you tell me, Colin? I don't know. What's for, oh, you're cooking though, aren't you? I don't know. What? I thought about it, but it's 6.30 already. Um, hang on. Yeah. This is weird and awkward. <laughs> what? The fact that you're just on your phone? The fact that I'm like, hang on a second. Hang on Tippity a second. Tap, 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 tap. Um, no, it's fine. Let's just, just take a quick break, Colin. No, no big deal. What's your shirt? What is that? Bell Witch? <laughs> yeah. It's a... It's a uh, Bell Witch is a two-person funeral doom band. See, what the fuck is funeral doom? I'll explain it. No, I, honestly, I want not only do I want an explanation, I need to know how that it's different than regular doom. Sure, uh, I'm happy to talk about doom metal all day. <laughs> Let's do it. So you got doom. Uh-huh. Kind of starts with your kind of classic traditional. You hear people say traditional doom stuff like that. That's your Black Sabbath. That's your uh, Saint Vitus. Your uh, uh, pentagrams, you know, the candle mass, like the stuff from the 70s and the 80s mm-hmm. that's got the more kind of classic traditional metal uh, sound, but still darker Sabbathy and stuff like that. And uh, then, you know, in the 90s is where you saw a lot of these, these different, you know, there's Death Doom where it's like death metal, but slower, you know, stuff like that. And, and Blackened Doom that's like satanic and and evil is it speaking more to the lyrical content lyrical and i mean but i mean like black and doom would be doom metal with like black metal chords and stuff like that you know so there's sonic stuff too funeral doom is uh the kind of started in the early to mid 90s and it's 
it is one of I would say it is one of the least accessible forms of heavy music. It's really, really hard for a lot of people to get into. I happen to really like it, but it is uh really, really, really slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you're you're talking like Yeah, I mean, like, really slow. That sounds like when I'm trying to find a beat to play and I just hit a couple. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. It's really slow and it is meant to sound like funeral dirge music. So a lot of – it's like a lot of it has, like, uh, organs and, like, like really layered guitar harmonies, like three, four part Mm -hmm. harmonies. So it's supposed to have this kind of, like, uh, kind of medieval church – kind of feel to it a lot there's a lot of like classic kind of religious melodies and stuff that they use and you're a lot of times it's like uh a funeral doom record will be like four songs and each song will be like 18 to 25 minutes long and uh bell witch it's two guys it's a bass player and a drummer and um and a lot a lot of times it's death metal vocals like the main the biggest doom or funeral doom band they're called mournful congregation it's all really sad shit too like it's all really really sad it's supposed to sound super sad and uh mournful congregation his his vocals are like death metal vocals low guttural mm. but then you have some where it's like layered singing bell which is one where it's singing and but it, the interesting thing is he plays a six string bass and he does like lead stuff while he's doing low. St- like I, I was watching him, and it's like this. Just he's like constantly tapping and holding things and and singing it, and singing, and Fuck. it's and it's crazy. And they put out a new uh, their latest record. It's called Mirror Reaper, and uh, it's one song, and it's seventy seven minutes long or something like that, or eighty three minutes or something. And it's just one. It's it's. It's a hard journey to listen to. I mean, you have to be in it and you got to be ready to go on the journey. But, uh, it's, yeah, it's, the shit is, that's fucking it's crazy. not accessible music. So what you, what you just described, like the music and the content and everything you described, that is exactly how I expected Ghost to sound. <laughs> I'm serious. Said they're a blitz rock band. Yeah. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Like everyone was so hype on that. Don't band. get me wrong. I like Ghost a lot. But. I do not. Which doesn't surprise you, I'm sure. But that was the most unexpected band when everybody was like – and it was the people, the type of people that were telling me I was going to love this or I need to check this out or they were fucking fantastic. When I had this expectation when I went there Mm -hmm. and then when it came on, I was like, what the fuck did I just listen to? Now, purely visual, that band fucking rules for visual stuff. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, like always, don't like the fucking vocals. kid you not, man. I saw them at uh, Sonic Temple, mm. and we had really it was they were on like the main stage, and we were like I could barely see a sliver of the stage because we were mm. so close. To, but he had a fucking this like it was like a big church. It was like looked like a cathedral with like stained glass, and there was like this huge staircase that came down that he kept walking up and down. He was wearing like a like a looked like a tap dancer tuxedo kind of thing, but evil uh-huh. and um, some Jack Skeleton shit. They had a fucking dude come out and do a sax solo. It was, and he was dressed like the Pope or something like that, and he came out and just fucking ripped it up. A sax solo. Fucking, that's, there's something that you'll never catch me looking up on YouTube. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they've had like a rotating member, like, like, it's just the one guy. Right. And he has all those people at the mask. What's his name? 
His name is Tobias Forge, but he goes by Papa Emeritus. There you go. That's that's what I thought. Yeah, and uh, they. Um, I, I've heard at one point Dave Grohl was playing drums. Really? Like they, that's the thing. Is they've like snuck people in and stuff like that. Like I've I've heard that Dave Grohl. That there's been a lot of like popular European metal musicians stuff who have been in and out of that band as far mm. as I know. Um, so yeah, it's, it, you know, I get why people hate that band. Mm. I really get it. I just think they write really good songs. I think, I think a lot of people also hate them because of their image though. Yeah. And, and I like, love the guitar. solo. I love the their guitar. solo. thing I fucking like love about that band is the image, which is like, which is crazy. Cause in 99, like that's when I first started listening to Slipknot and I fucking loved it. Right. And just recently, they had I, – I think I started to talk about this on the last one. They had people that, like, are feuding with the band. That guy, Chris, he was one of the percussionists. Um, and now they got a new guy in place of him. And it was something I never really considered until they first did it. I think Joey, the drummer, was, like, one of the first ones, right? Hmm. Well, no. Did Joey quit before the bass player died? Paul? I think so. Well, anyway, that's the kind of cool thing about it is, like, they change masks all the time and things like that. It's like – they could just go through a mask change. Everybody could have it, and they got a different guy under that that keeps the band going on. That band could theoretically live for a hundred years. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. Uh, I've never even considered that. You know who their drummer is currently? Uh, no. Uh, he's uh, he he played in Madball, and uh, he uh, is what's his fucking name? Um, you know uh, Max, the drummer from Conan O'Brien, or whatever he's that the you know the, the band leader who was the drummer yeah it's his son are you fucking kidding yeah. me so his dad's in the e street band wow. the drummer of slipknot's dad is bruce springsteen's drummer i remember uh when they were looking for a new drummer they were having people submit videos mm-hmm. and i only know this because i was at james Howell. i was at his house and i heard his brother who's like big death metal drummer and grind drummer um, been in several like bands from even from other countries and shit. Like when they'd come over here, he'd be there like, Oh, um, Jay Weinberg. His dad's Max Weinberg. Oh, anyway. Um, I heard him playing a Slipknot song and that is so it's not, that's not really him. Like he can obviously play it, but that's not his mm-hmm. musical, you know, preference. He was always like, you know, the super death metal shit. Um, I heard him playing and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Is he playing a Slipknot song? He was rehearsing it and recording to send in his submission nice. to like, yeah, I that'd have been fucking tight if he'd have got it. Yeah, especially just somebody that just didn't even really care that was like, just hundred percent down to sell out. They're like, look, I'm, I'm fully in on the sellout thing. Like, I can do all of these things. Hey, did you see? Uh, I'm switching gears here real quick. Did you see that fucking cats trailer? I did not watch it. Oh my god! You told me about it. Oh my god! You, and I actually saw like a shit ton of memes that come out of it. Like I saw one that had like Nicolas Cage's like face on a cat and shit. I saw one with Nick Offerman. Yeah, uh, dude, it's it's. I you got to watch it and then you got to read like all the comments on YouTube yeah. and you got to just like surf Twitter and read people's jokes because people are fucking dragging that in the funniest ways. Like somebody was like. The director said, hey, make it look like the hell you go to if you deliberately drown a cat. <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah. that. But, you know, 25 fucking A-listers faces superimposed on weird humanoid CGI cat bodies. It's yeah. just fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Uh, there was something else that was – what else would I – oh, something else that was dragged was – and I made you watch this just to get a reaction from you. 
the Tom McDonald video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tom McDonald is a self-proclaimed, like, socially conscious rapper. He's a white dude. He's got braids, face tattoos. I think his girl or his wife or whomever he's in a relationship with I think has something to do with, like, shooting his videos. But he's primarily an independent artist. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got some distribution. And he was telling a story about how on Tuesday or Wednesday his distribution company basically called and said, like, look, your new song, like, we are not releasing this. Like, we have problems with it. Went through a whole list of things. Oh, what's the problem? It's the artwork. He said, okay, I'll change it. They said, no, you won't change it. Um, it's not actually that. It's that, you know, that we have problems with some of the content. He said, you know, it's coming out in two days. It's mixed and mastered. Can't change that. And they said, oh, well, it's also iTunes has a problem with uh, certain content. We don't want to get fined. And he's like, what the fuck? Show me the, you know, show me their regulations and guidelines. I have not seen these yet. And finally, they were like, actually, it's the message. We have people in the office that are offended by the message and wasn't sure it was going to come out. So then I, would, I don't know if that was a big publicity stunt or what, but it definitely like made me anticipate it. I was kind of like, OK, I'm fucking ready to see what this is all about. He put out a song called – I think it's called If I Were Black. Um, and so I sent that to you and just initial reaction. Thoughts on it? Initial reaction is I could understand why – People would be angry about it mm-hmm. um, because, you know, from a, you know, from a white guy standpoint, it's like, you know, the song is all him basically saying, uh, if I were, if I were black, it would really suck because I would get treated very poorly in this country. Yeah. And I feel like his heart is definitely in the right place. Mm-hmm. He's trying to, to, uh, you know, say something in, in, you know, defense of his friends yeah um but i could see how it could come across as like the white savior complex like Mm -hmm. well no one's listening to black so i'm gonna do it so i could get i could see how that could offend from a people of color standpoint and i also could see how it could offend from like well you don't speak for for this white guy you know what i mean yeah so i think that his heart's in the right place and i think that i think that you know it's more or less kind of just shake stirring things up and seeing how people talk about it. I'm going to tie two things together. So we talked earlier about it taking, you know, Kim Kardashian or Kanye West or something to do something right. And you said it shouldn't take uh, these celebrities doing these things, but I kind of feel like that is a celebrity job. Like they do have the platform, you know, I can get down with that and they, they do need to do that. Now he's not nearly as big of a celebrity as what we were talking about, but this is not the first song he's made like this. Like he had a song a long time ago called White Boy, which I think I think it may have been speaking for the like good old boys that are not racist. I think it was like towards that. And he got fucking like dragged for that too. And then fired back with like a really dope song that was a response to the haters in the comments so i'm scrolling through like obviously i'm looking i'm looking for this song to come out it comes out immediately i'm like all right so what's everyone saying about this let me go to the comments looking at the comments most of them they're like i don't understand what you're even trying to say here and shit like that it's like a it's a whole bunch of white people that's like oh i really liked you but you missed the mark with this one and i'm like i'm like what am i missing because when i listen to it like content wise and lyrically he's saying the things that like I feel like are, are very uh, politically correct and like I, they're just – they're exactly what needs to be said, right? And maybe it is weird that it's coming from a white guy and it's not the first time that he's been called you know, a culture vulture and things like that. 
But fuck, man, like sometimes it takes people outside of the norm that should be mm-hmm. doing these things for us. Sometimes it takes these celebrities or something like that to like get these conversations started. And if that's what it takes is another one of these or you remember when the Joyner Lucas track dropped uh, that uh, – There was like a back and forth between yeah, him and he, a mega dude. Yeah, he does all the dual perspective stuff. Um I'm not racist. That's what the song yeah. is called. It takes songs like that to get conversation started, but it's funny that sometimes it pisses people off. Um, I do like there's a line in that Tom McDonald song where he says, like, racism made me racist. And I get that. Like, I get that because, like, the whole thing is, like, you you come across all these white people that are always like, black people are so racist. And I'm like, well, not really. It's just that people were so racist towards them that it's yeah. making them it's have like, a complex. It's like, also, listen to the sentence you just said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I no, I think, you know, this will get me in trouble with my liberal friends, but I do think that we are in a place right now where we are throwing words around that have a lot of weight. Racist, Nazi, concentration camps. Oh, we're, yeah. We're throwing words around that really mean something. Yeah. So you better mean it. And... I don't doubt that, you know, you know, honestly, the resurgence of white nationalism and neo-Nazism in this country right now is alarming. Yeah. But it is really unfair, I think, to call a lot of people racist who don't know better because it's their upbringing. Right. I could, I could tell you a t- so many of my family members would say I'm not a racist. And it's like I literally sat around and just listened to you talk. And you're pretty fucking racist. Yeah. They just don't, they don't know. And, uh, and it's, that's sad and weird, but it's just, it's just weird that our, that it's so deeply ingrained in our culture. You can always uh, spot people who are racist that think they aren't because they, they start a lot of sentences with, I'm not racist, but. If somebody says, I'm not racist, but, <laughs> but that means the next thing that they're going to say is like very most, racist. Yeah. It's like the most racist shit you've ever heard. No, it's uh, yeah. It's just. I think I, you, I think you started to touch on it. it. The resurgence is due to you know, like I'm going to relate it to some hood shit. So you like, <laughs> yeah, you know when like you want to fight this dude, but you haven't fought him yet, right? And now you're out with your boys, and you see this dude. So you got your chest puffed up. You're like, I'm about to fuck this dude up because you know you got 15 dudes behind you mm-hmm. that are not going to let you get your ass whooped. That's exactly what's happening with white nationalists and Donald Trump. They just – you got Trump and everyone in between there. You got the idiots down here that are like, you know, the good old country folk that are are not afraid to fucking put their rebel flags on their truck and like do whatever. Uh, then you got all the people in between it that may actually have some brains. They got the, the groups that are feeling supported and they're being more outspoken. It's just that it's a trickle-down effect all the way from up here and, down you know, to the good old boys. I've, I've had this argument a couple times this week because obviously the – whoa. Um, obviously the president said some, uh, racially insensitive things. No, he said some fucking racist shit on Twitter this week. And, um, oh, yeah. and I, I, I didn't really want to get into the whole thing this week, but I, I feel like I still had a couple conversations about it and, and it's like, well, you know, he was saying it to blah, blah, blah to, you know, it's his whole thing of trolling to really try to change the narrative and all yeah. this stuff. And it's like, you can. You can say it means whatever you think it means, that he's got some big plan and it was strategic and political and all this stuff. But, and maybe it was, but at the same time, 
It's called a dog whistle for a reason. The people who need to hear the racist part hear the racist part. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, you know, you can, you can go on and on and on about how un-American you think that representative Omar is. But the fact of the matter is in April, she, a Trump guy got arrested for plotting to assassinate her because he said that she was a terrorist so it's like donald trump may not believe that you know he may be pulling his election strategy which is get his base fired up with race baiting because that's what he's doing yeah but the people who want to hear it are hearing it and they're acting on it and that's where it gets fucking scary you know no a lot of people say like you know if you're a Trump supporter, you're a racist, and and I get that sentiment, but I say that no, not yeah, all tr- not all Trump support is. not all Trump supporters are racists, but all racists are Trump supporters, white nationalists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like uh, you know, no, not all Trump supporters are racists. Yeah, we'll say majority of them. <laughs> just just, uh, just to make sure that it's like you know, a condom is ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, preventative. you're trying to save me from. From meeting somebody in the DMs. <laughs> no, so speaking of voting, like how do you vote? Do you vote for the actual candidate you think is best or do you just vote against one of the two big ones you don't want to win? Um, I think the reason we're here where we're at now is because people tend to vote that way is fuck the other guy. Mm. And uh, I so I think that now we're at the point where everybody has to vote that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the and fucked up thing. I I, I don't want to feel like I'm throwing my vote away, but I also sometimes can't be get behind either one. But it's my fucking civic duty to vote, so I gotta pick I mean, one. It, sometimes I vote yeah. for the third. Come come down to it this time around, you know, is get this fucker out of the office, I agree. and I will I'll vote for whatever garbage piece of shit candidate the Democrats run. And because I've I've also I've not officially changed my political affiliation, but like the last couple of years have driven me out of the democratic party Yeah, because I hate this whole like circular firing squad of outwoking each other. And it's just, come on guys. I agree. Let's- I, I, and I, you know, I'm totally guilty of it. I, I voted lib last time. Um, and it kind of got me like if, if all the people maybe in not in Ohio, but if all the people that voted one of the third parties last time would have just voted Democrat, we might be in a better spot than we are now. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, the Democrats right now are doing a really good job of making sure that he gets reelected. So, motherfuckers blows. Um, so let's play a quick game of Ohio or Florida. Do it. You ready for this shit? I got a couple of them. Let's see. What's a good one here? Police in an unnamed city said Jefferson, age fifty, allegedly stabbed her boyfriend in the groin with a pin after he ate all the salsa in the house. Florida. What? That's fucking Ohio. Oh, man. That sounds like a meth-fueled uh, or bath salts-fueled uh, nightmare. Oh, it's funny you should say meth. A man who crashed his uh, – he crashed head-on with a trooper tested positive for meth. Ohio. It was definitely Ohio. Let me see. I got a few more of these, but let me do like – let me just look for another good one. Child gets uh, preserved – alligator head <laughs> sent in the mail <laughs> ohio, ohio. <or> florida. <laughs> ohio from florida <laughs> ain't that some shit um here we go i actually i love this one so i'm gonna do this one 
uh, man accused of strangling girlfriend's pug named Nala, which was left lethargic with a bloodied rectum. Florida. Fuck yeah, it was Florida. You know what? Fuck it. Let's do one more. Uh, Man tied up wife's lover, cut off genitals with scissors. Deputies say the victim told authorities he then took the severed penis and fled across the street to his own house. Florida. Fuck yeah, that was Florida. (laughs) Dude, I fucking, I love that Ohio and Florida just out fuck each other. Like, we have the craziest shit going on. There's never a shortage of the stories. Like, I'm actually to the point now where I'm not just taking every fucking crazy story because I would have a hundred stories in here. I have to like, I have to, you know, I have to Mm -hmm. scale it down and figure out which ones I'm actually going to take. But God, those motherfuckers are so good. Um, let me see, where are we at? 116. I feel yeah. like, I feel like if we, um, if we keep it down to just a couple more segments, I mean, a couple more things, like, we could end here, uh, at one of our earlier ones uh, and not be fucking two hours. Hey, long. have you seen, I, I know I'm on the trailer thing. Have you seen the cats trailer? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, have you seen, uh, did you see the Top Gun trailer? No. Dude. No. Okay, so I actually follow a trailer YouTube. And so the moment trailers hit, like this trailer YouTube gets them all. And they're there. I see them. They're queuing up. But I told you on like Saturday and Sunday, what I do is I come down and I immediately watch the Joe Budden podcast. So that's what I do. Because my wife or my kid, depending on which weekend day we're talking about, is getting up early, I don't subject them to the shit that I want to watch. So yeah. like I've been turning it off. So I haven't really got through that shit to start looking at my other YouTube stuff. Uh. And so like – I just have this whole list of fucking trailers the, to watch. Uh, I'm going to watch them all tonight. No, that Top Gun Maverick trailer, I didn't – who knew? I didn't think I would get so stoked about a mm. Top Gun reboot slash sequel 30 years later. Um, but uh, 34 years later. Something That's like that. fucking crazy. Um, but uh, for one, Tom Cruise is 57 years old and he looks – Looks phenomenal. Not a whole lot older Science. than me. It's like the, my friend Chris was like, it's putting those like baby stem cells on your face and stuff yeah. like that. Anyway. Um, it's come, but – <laughs> uh but uh no dude that movie looks sick and i was i did a bunch of reading about it this week and um i guess most of the most of the uh the jet porn is all practical effects not cgi like they they put all of the actors and actresses through flight training to make sure they could withstand the g-forces and stuff so like the shots in the cockpit like they're actually feeling it Oh, shit. Stuff like that. And then the a crazy thing is Tom Cruise said that he would only do it uh, – he's a pilot in real life. Uh-huh. Um, he said he would only do it if he could fly the F-14 in the F-14 scenes. So and he's like – he's actually flying the F-14. No shit. Like that's, that's crazy. And uh, – but another interesting trivia, speaking of being politically correct and weird, is the cover of the movie and, and – or the cover of the poster – the cover of the poster. The poster for the movie <laughs> – um, and there's a shot in the trailer. He's like throws on his old bomber jacket mm-hmm. and there's like a patch that's got four flags. And in the original, one of the flags was the Japanese flag and one of the flags was the Taiwanese flag. And those are different now. And I read that Hollywood relies a lot on Chinese cinema as well. And for, in order for it to be for it to be approved by the People's Republic of China, they had to take the Japanese and Taiwanese flags off the back no of the jacket. So that's Hollywood bowing to the whims of a hostile foreign power. That so, is fucking crazy. Yeah, fucking um, pussies. 
So while we're on the subject of movies, I anyway watch the trailer. It looks. I'm gonna watch sick. him. I'm gonna watch him all tonight, and I'll hit you back. Sick. While we're on movies, though, I came downstairs today, and my wife had turned on some movie called Pihu. It's called? like P I H U. Okay. Have you seen nope. this? I don't. It's probably on Netflix or something. We only have Netflix, Hulu, Prime. We have all the shit, right? So it's on one of those. It's this movie from an Indian director, um, Vinod something, and the movie has English subtitles, which I don't fuck with movies with subtitles. I I literally don't. I won't watch any of them. And, like, it sucks because lately I've been turning on these movies and they look like fantastic movies and then they start with subtitles and I turn it off. Anyway, the entire plot of this movie is uh, there's a little girl. She's uh, probably just about three or just turned three. I think it was just after her birthday party. And you learn that the mother like overdoses on like sleeping pills like on purpose um the the dad is away on a business trip he calls a couple times and you get the sense that him and the wife had a very uh you know rocky relationship and maybe and there's even some marks on her maybe he had like smacked around a little bit before he left um or whatever and the whole thing is this two and a two and a half or three year old is basically alone in an apartment and Every single device that you just like keep your baby away from and shit, they're all at her disposal. So I, this is the most fucking anxiety ridden movie. Like I was stressed the fuck out the <laughs> whole time. And it doesn't help that this girl is so goddamn cute. She's the most adorable little girl, big doe eyes and all the shit she's doing. I see so much of the shit my little girl does. And I'm just like, you know, there's parts where like she – I mean it's also tugging on the heartstrings because she keeps trying to yeah. get her mom to wake up and her mom's not waking up. And so then everything she's doing is like on the brink of fucking disaster where there's a hot iron that's left on. She does touch it. She almost knocks it over. There's this. The water's running. She can't get it turned off. She puts a fucking piece of naan or something in the microwave, microwaves it way too long, burns her hand, catches fire. There's just all these things and the whole thing is just like – I dude, I watched like all of it except for – we had to like get going, so I was like, I gotta know what the fuck happens. Me and my wife were looking at each other like fast forward like ten minutes. Fast forward ten minutes, watch it for a minute, fast forward ten minutes. So we had to do that like through maybe twenty minutes of the movie. It's like a ninety minute runtime. And it's it honestly, it was the most stressful fucking movie. It's crazy. I'm not even gonna spoil it. Y'all just need to fucking watch it. So I had never heard of the movie. And I went and Googled it real quick because I was like, man, what's the reaction to this? Cause it is fucking giving me like it's making me feel feelings and like you know that's how it is with music and movies music and movies should make you feel things whether that's a good thing whether that's a bad thing whether that's a scary thing you should feel right Mm -hmm. this movie was making me feel like hardcore feel my body was reacting to it so i go and look dude it's got like shit reviews weird shit fucking reviews like i i read an article from huffington post that was like it was it wasn't even huffington post it was huffpost india like so it was it was all about Bollywood shit. And he just fucking ripped it start to finish. Huh. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? 60, 60 some odd percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I just feel like everybody was shitting on this movie. And I haven't come across a movie that I thought was that nerve wracking or that made me feel like that in a while. So you should check that shit out if you get it. It's fucking. Will. It, it, so it will give you the. Why don't you fuck stuff. with subtitles? I have no idea. It's. It's. I feel like it's the same bullshit reason that I don't fuck with music that wasn't recorded well. 
like I just there's a certain experience that I want, and I don't want to keep reading subtitles and missing the actual movie, the cinema, right? See, see that's Sierra's thing, and she's like. I hate movies with subtitles because I can't keep up with the dialogue. Because <laughs> she's like, I read too slow. Yeah, well, no, I read fast. Um, I can do it, but it's like I read and then I want to look up and I just keep going back and forth. It's funny. I feel like I used to be that way. I used to hate subtitled movies, and I would always because like, I was a little bit into anime when I was in high school. Mm. So like, I always liked the dubbed version, so I didn't have to read subtitles and stuff like that. Mm. But now, as an adult, like you know that we were watching, we still haven't finished it. It's only five episodes. We still haven't finished Chernobyl on HBO. And, um, but Chernobyl is so spot on, uh, like mid eighties, Russian culture and Soviet, Mm -hmm. uh, politics and stuff like that. Like I told Zero, I was like, I wish this was in Russian. Like I, I, like, I feel like that would just add so much to it. If these people were speaking Russian and they didn't have British accents. Do you want me to get you the Russian version? (laughs) I'm serious. No, I wanted them to be actually speaking Russian. It's fine. Somebody will just say it over top it. I like the the way they did that. It, it, the way they did it in uh, normally the movie Hunt for Red October. Mm. Uh, the way they did that one, where they start out in Russian and it like slowly zooms in on their mouths, these two guys, and then they switch to English and then it zooms back out. So it kind of like puts you in this place. Like, by the way, they're speaking Russian, but we're going to save you the subtitles. Yeah, you know, it was cool. I like that. Yep, I just don't fuck with subtitle movies, but you should watch that, and I'll watch the trailers, and then we'll fucking recap if we actually liked it. Um, you started to say something earlier tonight, and so I think we should – I'll quickly touch on this. You said as you got older. So something that for whatever fucking reason has been happening a shit ton recently is I've been thinking about my own mortality. <laughs> Is that normal? Like, yes. do you? How, so, when did you start thinking about it? I think that, uh, you know, we'll. S- it's it's weird. It it it's different. Uh, I feel because I've always been thinking about it. I grew up in the church. That's like mm. part of what you're trained to believe is you could die at any minute. So, do you know where you're going to be? Right. So you're always constantly like asking forgiveness and stuff to make sure that you've wiped your slate clean so you don't accidentally die five minutes from now and go to hell. Can, I, can I put a little thing in right quick? Just say a little thing. Yes. What you just said, it ties back to me and always looking for an angle or like work smarter, not harder. I was like, fuck it. I just won't ever ask for forgiveness. And then right before I die, I'll do just one right then yep. and just knock it out for everything. There it is. Like, fuck see, it. Well, that's the thing. Is you don't know when you're going to die. That's true. And the Catholics – believe in yeah believe in purgatory so they believe mm-hmm. in a in a place after death that you can still the be, lounge you can still be made clean um whereas evangelicals you do not pass go right. straight to hell and um so the fear of hell had always had me thinking about mortality um but now as an adult especially one who would consider themselves like an ex-christian or something like that i still think about i still think about mortality and spiritual in 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 spiritual language but i am starting to think about it more as just like holy shit like what happens if i have a heart attack like and my wife and kids have to make do without me i know, you know that's the stuff i think about now where it's it's it before it was it was thinking about death as in what happens to me when i die and now that i realize that this life is all we have for sure Maybe 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 we do go to heaven or hell when we die. Maybe, but all I know for sure is that this life is happening right. now, and I need to make every good, you know, 
So I have been thinking about it a lot more, especially in, as it pertains to health and, and taking care of myself. Fucking and crazy. So because I feel like that's something that I don't really do is take care of myself that well. Yeah, so, me either. So, I, I have to go get a physical like soon and get like a sign off that just says it's clean bill of health and the whole thing like that. And that got me thinking about it. I'm like, man, I I don't know what I can. I mean, I say I don't know what I can do, but I could eat better. I mean, I do work out and shit, but I could definitely do more like active things versus just going and like lifting heavy objects around and shit like that. Like I should definitely do more. Um, but I think there's, there's something endearing about people who are still very devout, you know, Catholics and, and evangelicals and things like that, that, that do believe in this afterlife for sure. Cause I feel like they head into, um, they head into things like cancer or like you know any any kind of like terminal disease they head into it a lot more just like you know well it's okay and me who doesn't believe in that shit i'm like fuck no it's not okay like you better take this shit out of me like whatever the fuck i got going on you better remove it because this is my life and sometimes i do wish i wish i had something else to believe in i just feel like um man if there's a if there's a some one of the deities if any of the deities is real just come down and let me the fuck know right now so that i can start living differently yeah yeah, i will say from uh somebody who grew up in the church watching somebody do go through a long battle with cancer Mm. and especially a a few a few the our later years in the church we went to charismatic churches where it was a lot more like praying loud and and you know a lot more physical like laying hands on people and stuff mm. like that and seeing people give everything everything to praying for healing for somebody with cancer and then they die it is it's really something because it's it's you could it's it's where rubber hits the road with Christians because that is the one place that that Christians still can't the 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 problem of of pain like why pain why death why disease i saw a meme uh that was like uh an illustration of like surgeons and like like then like there's a force ghost jesus like with his hands on mm-hmm. the on a, the surgeon's hands and it says it says how dare you take out that tumor i put in there you oh, know like shit. stuff like that like it like because there's a lot of weird layers in christian theology specifically of like uh, you know, everything everything is preordained. So, like, if yes. you got cancer, that's because God wanted you to have cancer. But, 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 where does everything stop? And that was actually a point I was going to bring up. Yeah. So, if everything's laid out for me, it doesn't fucking matter what I right. do because that was that was my destiny. Right. Yeah. And that and you know and there's big big uh I you know I keep bringing this back to the church but there's the, it's just what I know uh, there's big big disagreement within the church like the church I grew up in the Calvinists they believe in predestination they literally believe God has already chosen who goes to heaven and who goes to hell before you're born mm. like they like they believe that God has chosen every if I went like that that's because God preordained yeah. me to do that you know and um. So I grew up believing that. And then later in life, I got into, no, the, 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 there's other Christian theology that say the future is open. You know, there's other Christian theology that say that God doesn't even know the future because the future physically doesn't exist yet. Now it does. Oh, now yeah. It does. I see you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so, 
there's there's a lot of interesting arguments out there about this stuff, but I, that's why I always come back to like the one thing we do know for sure is that we are here on this earth now for 60 to 90 years depending on how well you take care of yourself. And and just to um paraphrase that, what you're saying is YOLO. That's what I'm saying is yeah, YOLO. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's exactly what um my rabbi Drake told me. He's uh <laughs> He told me YOLO. Um, oh man, you slipped like a Jewish joke in there too. That was good. That was yeah. that was well done. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, like a respectful Jewish joke because he's he is Jewish. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just making sure he caught that. I'm like that wasn't just a, I didn't pick just a random person. Um, no, so that's one thing I've actually. Uh, I mean, I've ar- okay. I say that's one thing, but that is like just one of a billion things that I've argued with my mom on, and. That's one thing she always does is she'll say like, you know, I I can't even explain it. Like everything good that happens, she attributes to like, oh, she prayed and that's why it happened. She she knows like, oh, fucking, I just got to talk to this saint and like this thing happens and like the the patron saint of lost things. And the reason you found that is because I prayed to this one. And then when something bad happens, I'm like, who is that? You know, kind of I'm kind of a dick in that that, regard. But that and that makes that it creates a culture of oh then i it just means i didn't pray enough yeah so then it puts it on this on the person yep. and then it ends up just ruining you from the inside out because you can never you never feel like you can you're living up to some weird standard where it's like no just let the chips fall where they land and just just try to get through just Fuck do yeah, it man. you know what i mean that's what there's I'm nothing saying. wrong with praying there's nothing wrong with like really believing that there's a god out there who's got your back no that that helps a lot of people get through life it helped me get through my childhood that's uh and i've said this before that the, i think the one thing religion is supposed to do is make you a better person if it's not doing that then your religion's failing you mm-hmm. whatever it is yeah um so i'm gonna just take us out of religion because fucking we could be on there i'm sure for like hours upon hours mm-hmm. um i'm just gonna take us right to fucking trivial things that bother <laughs> us because oh i had one did you? Well, I'll, I'll do mine real quick, okay. and then uh, I'll give you a chance to think. Oh, I got it. We um, go. <laughs> mine is people who say things like, "Don't you know? Don't judge that person for that, right? You shouldn't judge people." They tell me you shouldn't judge people, and me being a person who gives way to science, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, no, there's fucking countless studies that show human nature is to judge people and we judge people from the fucking moment we walk up like that's what happens we judge people why do you think they say things like first impressions matter because all the ones after that are gonna be tainted by the first impression so a situation happened the other day and i posted that uh wedding who had like the mag address oh i saw that shit erupt right so i posted this thing about the mag address and i was like this is stupid it it obviously came to my attention because i saw it and on the news and like it only got coverage because it was like uh you know donald trump is a fucking buzzword the make american greatest again thing is like it's buzzword it's clickbait i saw it because of that i posted it because it was fucking stupid right it has nothing to do with trump in this instance and i you know whoever wants to do whatever to their wedding so be it right there's a lot of fucking things that I think are dumb that people do for the wedding or that are not my thing, right? That's one that this person did that in order to go viral. You know, oh, yeah. the- she is an actress. 
I think she has like an acting career and like she even had a whole second dress and yada yada. And that was only one part of it because they knew it would go viral. Mm -hmm. So I got the typical, who are you to judge this person? And I'm like, believe me, I saw that conversation happening and it took everything in me to not jump in. You should have fucking jumped in. I don't give a fuck. Um, no. So, and then I said, okay, so are we to not judge child rapists? I mean, where do we draw the line? You're telling right. me to not judge people, right? Isn't that their preference? And then there's the, there's what's who's the fucking who made that argument that like, child people that like kids are technically just a sexual preference, like I don't know, but fuck it, that person. I I agree, fuck that person, but I actually agree with the the rationale and reasoning behind that. It's a fucked up thing, right? But the same way you can't cho- choose whether you like men or women. Oh, yeah. I, I, no, don't get me wrong. I, I get that. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, obviously, by un, no fucking means. And fuck those people for being dealt that hand, whatever. Um, but the whole thing is like I said, you know, do you judge child rapists? Why are, who are you to judge them? Right. And And I feel that's a valid argument because if you're telling me that it's a hard and fast, you can't judge these people. Then where do you fucking draw? You don't make the rules. You can't tell me not to do something and go, oh, yeah, but I meant like except for this one because that doesn't fit whatever agenda I'm trying to push, mm-hmm. right? So my trivial thing that bothers me is people that say things that sound like um, you know, the hard and fast rule and then when you propose something that negates what they're saying, they go, that's not the same thing. Fuck you. Yes, it is. That's our that's our culture right now in a nutshell. I know. Is – it's okay. It's okay if it's on my team. Yeah, if it if it if it supports my theory, we're good. How dare you even say that? I could have said anything else. I could have been like, you know, what do you mean uh, that car doesn't look good blue? Fuck, who are you to judge that car? It could have been a dumb fucking thing, but I just chose child rapist because you know yeah. I, still, I still got a little troll in me yeah. from back here, and I knew that that would be that would prove my point. Got to poke the bee's nest. Got to poke the bee's nest. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> My he girl. can't see without his glasses. <laughs> Where's his glasses? Truthfully, the first movie I watched that like made me sob. I was like seven years old mm-hmm. watching it with my mom. My girl. Yeah, and then a couple years ago, Sierra and I watched it together, and I was like a fucking mess. I still had like puffy eyes the next morning. <laughs> that movie makes me fucking sob. Yeah, I, as when I became a parent. All things, all movies started affecting me differently. Shit just hits different. That movie Fifty Fifty. Have you seen that movie? No. It's uh, Seth Rogen and uh, and oh, uh, yeah, Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, Kid yeah. gets cancer. The his mom's Angelica Houston. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have. There's a part where they have a conversation and she is expressing emotionally how hard it is, how she just can't wrap her head around the fact that her son is dying of cancer. Mm. And oh my god, man. We were saw it in the theater, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I was the, like, ugly movies just hit ugly cry nowadays. sobbing yeah. watching that movie. Holy it, shit! And that's the same thing that I was saying with that. I think it's called Pihu. Mm. I don't know the. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but um, that's the same thing. Like I'm watching that, and the whole time I just keep imagining, like, what if that was my daughter? What? And so, like, the fucking there's just there's something in my yeah, eye, dude. There's something in both of my eyes. <laughs> um, no, my uh, trivial thing is a lot less controversial. Uh, yeah, we have uh, two elevators in our building. And, like, if somebody's 10 feet behind you, would it kill you to, like, just put your hand out to hold the elevator mm. real quick? 
and because our elevators are pretty slow. And, oh, there's three. Sorry, but uh, are they slow enough that you could fucking run up the stairs and meet them at whatever floor? Yep. And uh, they're slow, and you know, there's six floors of offices, six mm. floors of residential, so they're going all day. Yeah. And yeah, man. So like, oh my god, I. If somebody like we were walking through the garage, you heard me walking behind you. You heard me open the door behind you. Just put your arm out for a second, yeah, and go. Hey, are you? Do you need to get on the elevator? I do that, and it's not hard. Yeah, gotta pay it forward. So fuckers, I hate that. Shit. How fucking crazy would that be if they see you coming and and you hit them with like where you point to both your eyes and point to them? And they're like, if you no no, if you did that and then you fucking ran up the stairs and you were standing there when their door opened and you were like, "Fuck you, I'm faster, yeah, bitch," and you're fat. You should tell them something like that. Be something crazy, some fucking wild off the top. Also, another quick. You got another trivial? No, well, it's it's attached to it. Oh, is like, our you get in on the second floor in the garage, like from our like our office. You know, how our oh, office, I've been like, there. Like the, the, in the garage, it's the third floor, mm-hmm. and in the building, it's the second floor. Yeah. It's stupid. But people who like there's like the stairs right next to the elevator, mm. and if like people who like just take the elevator to floor three, yeah. it's like just now, use the goddamn I, stairs. I use the stairs 100 percent of the time until I got. Like in your building, and then went to the, the, the yeah, 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 yeah. I did that whole thing anyway. I hate yeah, that. cool, man. Episode sixteen <laughs> in the books. Woo! We fucking we, this is uh, the first time we haven't had a guest in a while, but we have a guest next week as long as he can still come on. So I hope he can. I'm not gonna say the name just because fuck it. And quick thing, women are allowed on this thing too, but apparently, like, no women are wanting to come on. I don't, I don't know what fuck because it, it's called Hag and Cool Dads. Give us a better name. Yeah, give us a better name, and then come on. So that's all I got. All right. Peace. Peace.